I feel like my heart physically hurts. I don't know if it's just me, but there is physical pain. Uh. Hey Zesties, it's been a while. I hope you are all doing well and welcome back to a new episode of the Gleeful Talk Show where we share zesty stories to cultivate the happiness and hero within and out. On today's episode, I wanted to talk about the art of letting go. And for those zesties who listen to this podcast weekly, you may have noticed that I was away for a few weeks and I would say I was in a unplanned hiatus because life has been tough lately and it is a journey indeed. Because of the recent happenings in my life, I was able to reflect and was inspired to do this episode so that I would be able to share some of the thoughts that I have been pondering on and I'm hoping that you guys also are able to relate to this and I'm sure that this would resonate to a lot of you as well. And why do I say that letting go is an art so first of all letting go can mean different things to different people so for some it's about releasing a past relationship or a job that is no longer serving them for others it's also about letting go of negative thoughts and emotions so one example of the power of letting go comes from author elizabeth gilbert who wrote the best-selling memoir, Eat, Pray, Love. I'm not sure if everyone knows, but I'm assuming that a lot of us knows about Eat, Pray, Love because of the movie. But it came from a book written by Elizabeth Gilbert. And in her book, Gilbert writes about how she ended her first marriage despite feeling like a failure. But by letting go of that relationship, she was able to find love and happiness in unexpected ways. Letting go is often referred to as an art because it requires a certain level of skill and finesse to do it successfully. Just like a painter or a musician or any other artist, right? Mastering the art of letting go takes practice patience, and a willingness to learn from mistakes. One reason why letting go is an art is that it's not always easy to know what to let go of. Sometimes we may feel like we're holding on to something important, but in reality, it's just weighing us down. And this kind of thoughts sometimes do not come to us naturally, and it's taking that extra step to mindfully ponder on which thoughts we need to let go of. For example, we may hold on to a grudge or a resentment towards someone, even though it's not serving us in any positive way. The art of letting go involves being able to identify when it's time to release these negative emotions and move on. So a lot of people might mistake it as to not pondering or not caring or not being mindful. I'd say it's the opposite because it takes a lot of courage 
to be able to let go of something that you don't want to let go of. I would tackle that more on later, but I'd say that that's why letting go is an art because there's no right formula. It's not science, I would say. So it is different for each person and it is indeed a journey. Another reason why letting go is an art is that it requires us to be vulnerable. When we let go of something, we're essentially saying that we're willing to accept change and uncertainty. This can be uncomfortable and scary, especially if we're used to holding onto things that feel safe and familiar, which is human nature, right? But by embracing this vulnerability, we can learn to trust ourselves more and our ability to adapt to new situations. Sometimes we think less of ourselves thinking that we can't do it, but actually we can do it. It just requires more effort. The art of letting go also involves developing a sense of self-awareness, which I kind of like mentioned earlier, which is part of the mindfulness practice that everyone's talking about we need to be able to recognize when we're holding on to something that's no longer serving us and be willing to let it go this requires us to be honest with ourselves and to take the time to reflect on our emotions and motivations the art of letting go is about finding a balance between holding on to what's important and being willing to release what's not. I'd let that sink in, Zesties. So holding on to whatever is important to you and releasing what's not important or what's not serving you. Sometimes we might get mistaken that something is important when it actually isn't. So we would need to dig into ourselves deeper and know and feel what is serving us and what isn't. And I think that's where we would draw the line. Because sometimes we would feel that something is important to us, but it actually doesn't matter. Say, for example, we think that people's opinion of us is important, but in reality, we cannot control their opinions of us. So would that serve us better? No, right? So that's where we draw the line that it's actually better to let that notion go. How many of you have experienced this kind of notion that initially we thought it was important, but eventually as we develop more self-awareness and perhaps more life experiences and wisdom, we realize that actually it doesn't matter. And it's not about completely cutting ourselves off from the past or never holding on to anything at all. Rather, it's about learning to let go of the things that are holding us back and making a room for new experiences and opportunity. The art of letting go is a multifaceted skill that involves self-awareness, vulnerability, and a willingness to embrace change. By mastering this skill, we can learn to release negative emotions, obstacles, and live more fulfilling lives. I know Zesties, it's easier said than done. But as I always say, that it is more of a journey, not a destination. And that's the beauty of it. Learning who we are, 
learning what benefits us, learning how to live better versions of ourselves. And research has shown that letting go can have many benefits for our mental and physical health. So for those testies who are quite skeptical of this and who like data, this is for you. So there is a study from the University of Illinois, and they found out that people who let go of negative emotions such as anger and sadness had better cardiovascular health and lower rates of depression and anxiety. And this is true, Zesties. I have experienced it myself. When something is weighing me down, when something is not serving me right, but I'm still holding on to it, I feel like my heart physically hurts. I don't know if it's just me, but there is physical pain. I don't know. I might need to go to a doctor, but really, like, it is quite true, this type of feeling. It's really better for your cardiovascular health if you let go of these unnecessary burden, unnecessary thoughts that isn't serving you. And the idea of identifying what's worth holding on to and what's not can also be a tricky concept. So it's really like trial and error kind of thing. As it requires a certain level of self-awareness and the ability to objectively evaluate our thoughts and emotions. One way to approach this is to ask ourselves a few key questions. For example, we can ask ourselves if holding on to something is helping us in any way or if it's causing us stress or negativity. We can also ask ourselves if we're holding on to something out of habit or familiarity or it's truly serving us a positive purpose in our lives. There is a saying that misery loves company, right? And part of that is like people kind of like hold on to the feeling of misery because misery itself likes your company, if you know what I mean. So I think that's where we need to be objective in identifying which thoughts, emotions, or anything that we are holding on to is actually just we're holding on to it because we are familiar with that feeling and we can't let go. So one study conducted by the University of Michigan found that people who are able to let go of negative emotions such as anger and frustration were more likely to experience positive emotions and better overall mental health. The study suggests that by actively, and I mean actively, not passively, but actively letting go of negative emotions, we can improve our emotional well-being and increase our capacity for positive experiences. That's what being human makes it an amazing experience. So for example, for dogs, right? If you've trained them, they are familiar with you giving them this positive reinforcement of giving food. If they do something which is familiar to them or if something that you like for them to do, they will not be able to identify that is actually not right or that is that, that they should not hold on to that feeling. That's what being human like a much more elevated experience because we are able to decide and choose which emotions we need to let go of. We feel that it's negative. We feel that 
But we have that executive decision to say that, okay, this emotion is not serving me and I'm going to let it go. So let it sit for a bit. And I hope I'm articulating it the way I wanted this one to be received. And there's also another research that was published in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology that found that people who were able to let go of grudges and forgive others experienced lower levels of stress and anxiety. The study suggests that forgiveness and letting go of negative emotions can lead to better mental and physical health outcomes. In terms of personal experiences, there are many stories of people who have learned to let go of negative emotions or experiences and found greater peace and happiness as a result. For example, Jennifer Aniston has spoken openly about her therapy and learning a lot of negative emotions has helped her to cope with the challenges of her personal life. Learning to identify what's worth holding on to and what's not is a key aspect of the art of letting go. By developing self-awareness and asking ourselves important questions, we can learn to let go of negative emotions and experiences and create more space for positivity and growth in our lives. And again, Zesties, this is not a walk in the park. We need to acknowledge that it takes time, it takes practice, it takes patience for us to be able to even even identify those emotions that we need to let go. And that's okay because that's part of the journey, right? And again, you know, it's incredibly difficult and there are so many reasons why. So for one, we often associate our identity with the things we're holding on to. Letting go of a job, a relationship, or a material possession can feel like letting go of a part of ourselves. So for example, in relationships where we have invested a lot of time and energy into the other person, in these situations, letting go can feel like a personal failure or a rejection of our own worth. Actress and singer Selena Gomez has been open about her struggles with letting go of toxic relationships, saying that it took her years to learn how to prioritize her own well-being over her desire to please others. Another reason why letting go can be difficult is that it often involves a sense of loss and grief. This can be true in situations where we're letting go of a job, a home, or even a beloved pet. These losses can feel incredibly painful and can take a toll on our mental health. Actress and writer Lena Dunham has spoken about the pain she felt when she had to let go of her dog who had been a constant companion for many years. Not even like a job, not even like a person or relationship, even the words that people say about you. Sometimes it's hard to let go. That's why a lot of celebrities like Selena Gomez and I don't know, like there was another celebrity, I couldn't remember her name, but a lot of celebrities or public figures also suffer from negative emotions as a result of not being able to let go of words being said by other people to them. And that's because we're all human, right? 
and personally, even myself, like it, it's quite hard. And I think everyone has a tendency to take into heart what other people say. And I think that if we practice, if I practice, and if you practice as well, changing the narrative in your head, sometimes there are, there are voices in your head that say a lot of negative things about you and kind of like believe what other people say about you but in reality it isn't really what's going on but because of those words you tend to put that in your head and in your heart and i think that's where the self-awareness and mindfulness comes in where you would need to actively actively and objectively tell yourself that it is not true and it actually doesn't matter just practice that thinking. Just practice that other voice in your head. Because sometimes there are voices in your head that are too negative. And personally, I'm not into that toxic positivity kind of vibe. Personally, like I don't like that overly positive. I am much more of a, a realist or I think I'm a pessimist anyway. But because I know that I'm a pessimist, I would need to actively tell myself, that this is actually not gonna happen this is actually not true this actually doesn't matter fear of the unknown can also be a major obstacle to letting go this fear can keep us stuck in situations that are no longer serving us even when we know that we need to move on entrepreneur and author marie forleo has spoken about the fear she felt when she decided to leave her corporate job and start her own business. She says that she had to learn to embrace the uncertainty and take small steps towards her goals even when she wasn't sure how things would turn out. Letting go requires vulnerability. It means that we are admitting to something that something isn't working and then we need to make a change. This can be scary and uncomfortable especially if we're used to holding onto things that feel safe and familiar. It requires us to confront our own flaws and weaknesses. This can be especially true in situations where we're holding onto negative emotions such as anger or resentment. And author Brene Brown actually has spoken about the power of vulnerability in letting go of these emotions. She says that it's only by acknowledging our own imperfections and being honest about our emotions that we can truly let go of what's holding us back. Letting go can be a challenging and an emotionally taxing process. By recognizing the reasons why letting go can be so difficult and by drawing on the experiences of others who have faced similar challenges, we can begin to develop the skills and mindset needed to let go of what's no longer serving us and move towards a brighter future. So Zesties, if you're struggling to let go of something, I have a few tips that might help. And this isn't saying that I am successful in each of these steps, but like you, I'm also in my journey to cultivating and developing the skill of the art of letting go. So, of course, there has been a lot of talk of mindfulness, Zesties. And to me, mindfulness isn't just meditation. Meditation is part of mindfulness, but it's not only it, if you know what I mean. 
So mindfulness can help us become more aware of our thoughts and emotions, making it easier to identify the things we need to let go of. And I think that's why a lot of people associate meditation to mindfulness is because meditation lets you focus on yourself without the distraction of like the TV or whatever other thoughts. And meditation is not only thinking about your breath. I think, and I'm not the expert on this, but this is my personal experience and my opinion on my experience about meditation and mindfulness. I think the first step is for you to be aware of your own breathing because the reason why it's always like focus on the breath is because the breath is something that we unconsciously do. And by focusing on the breath, we are being more conscious of it. And that is the start only. And if you practice more, you kind of like develop that skill of being able to be conscious about something that you're unconscious before. Another tip that I could share to you, Zesties, is talking to someone. Sometimes talking to a friend or therapist can help us gain perspective on our situation and make it easier to let go. And I'm saying that it's sometimes. So it's not going to be all the time zesties because I think that you need to have that quiet reflection as a complement to this exercise. So yes, talking to a friend and talking to a therapist will help you to gain more perspective. But it's still ultimately yourself who has more understanding of yourself. And you will be only be able to do this by having that quiet reflection time. Another tip that I would share is writing it down. So a lot of people also talk about journaling. And during my teenage years, I really like to write down a lot of stuff. It's funny because I was such a The Moffats fan before. I don't know if you guys know The Moffats band, but I was such a big fan before. To the point that I journal the day that I see their music video on MTV. Like how much of a fangirl is that? But anyway, I was journaling way, way back before journaling was even a thing, you know, but kind of like strayed away from that for like a very long time. And I know that it is a thing now because I think it has helped a lot of people, which is good. And it's good that people are getting aware of this method. And I would say that I'm not there yet. I actually bought a kindness journal today. So I think it's similar to the five-minute journal that you buy as well, where there is like a morning routine and an evening routine. So actually, by the time of this recording, I just bought it today. So I haven't tried it, but I wanted to cultivate that skill of journaling because it's still a skill, right? Because you have to take time, you need to practice it. So I'm going to get there hopefully and I hope you guys will too. Journaling can be a powerful tool and a lot of people swear by this. It's a powerful tool for processing our emotions and gaining clarity on what we need to let go of. One example of someone who successfully let go of something is comedian Pete Holmes. In his podcast, You Made It Weird, Holmes talks about how he let go of his religious beliefs despite feeling like he was 
losing a part of himself. By embracing his doubts and letting go of his faith, Holmes was able to find a sense of freedom and self-discovery. So, Zesties, there you have it. Those are my top three tips. If you guys have more tips to share for our fellow Zesties out there, please list them down on the comment section on the YouTube channel or on my social media. So, Zesties, I have a question for you. What certain aspect of your life or emotion are you struggling with and you are trying to let go of? Please let us know on the comments down below. And thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope that this resonates with you. And remember that letting go is a journey, not a destination. But with a little bit of practice, we can all learn to release the things that no longer serve us and make room for new and exciting experiences. Thank you once again for listening to this episode. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. If you have feedback or questions or episode recommendations, please send an email to griefultalkshow at gmail.com. Until then, be kind to yourself and be kind to others. 